This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. I used to be a stick-up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up. This is a hole-up. Ain't nothing funny. Stop smiling. You still don't nothing move but the money. But now I learned to earn cause I'm righteous. I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I stay alive. So I walk up the street whistling this, feeling out of place, cause man do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo. Let a me tape tell you me and Eric if there's one sweet spot I got, it's all about crime. Forty-four years dedicated to fighting it here and all over the world as leader of the Guardian Angels in a hundred and thirty cities in thirteen countries. And I started it all as a night manager of Mickey D's in the Bronx, East Fordham, and Webster, not far from what you saw just yesterday in Kingsbridge at St. James Park, where all of a sudden two thugs uh, on uh, scooter, clad all in black, black masks, were able to come to that park, a shot for including two young boys who were aged... Three and six. What time did they do it? Six o'clock at night. No one was caught. Nobody uh, was pinched by the 5-2 precinct on Mashula Parkway or the 4-6 Ryer Avenue that patrol that area. And I'll tell you why. Because all you got to do is stop and frisk these jerks on these um, scooters, mopeds, e-bikes. They ride together. They got the fanny packs. They got the nine millimeters loaded. They got extra ammo. They got their money. They got their weed. And they're ready to go on a mission. And that is to shoot you and cause fear and bring total anarchy to the community. Well, you know, listening to uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb uh, with our uh, owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, on Sunday morning, he interviews uh, all the newsmakers from 8 to 10. Listen to how delusional this woman is. That's why I call her Kathy Crime Wave Hokum. Hokum because she's full of nonsense. And for people who say they're going to leave our state because it's not safe, I'm going to say my next question. Tell me the city you're going to, and I'll guarantee, I can guarantee we have a better a safe than you have in those other cities. Miami, Washington, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, even Salt Lake City and Austin. We are better off, but I'm not going to say that statistics should make people feel better. Let us keep doing our job and working hard to make sure Get that out people here. Shut up. Shut up. Let you do your job. Right. No cash bail. Turning the criminals loose. You a freaking moron, lady. You're claiming it's safer in New York City than Salt Lake City. Like I'm supposed to believe the Mormon Tabernacle Choir has been turned into a gang led by Donnie and Marie Osmond. 
What an idiot you are. It's too bad that uh, Congressman didn't beat you uh, because Zeldin was all about crime, this issue. And let me tell you what the facts are statewide, statewide in New York, and why the exodus continues, why people continue to move out in droves. Siena College Poll, 61% of state residents of New York worry about being crime victims. Half worry about their safety in public places. 51% of New York State residents have been concerned about their or their family's safety in public places, including schools, stores, or houses of worship. And over a third, 36% of all New Yorkers, have felt threatened over the past year in a public place by a stranger's behavior. A third. Throughout New York State, we're not talking just Buffalo. We're not talking New York City. We're talking and leave it to Beaverland. Father knows best little house in the prairie. Areas where you're hard-pressed to find anybody around you. Nearly one in ten New Yorkers has over the past year been physically assaulted. That's in New York State. And uh, 10% have been the victim of a burglary. 40% 40% have witnessed violent or threatening behavior amongst others in a public setting. That's in New York State. 41% said that they have never been this worried about their personal safety as they are today. And that includes people who lived through the 70s, the 80s, the age of crack. And you wonder why the exodus continues. say crime is a serious problem in New York State, and 57% say it is a problem in their community. A disturbingly high 61% say that they are worried about it happening to them. A majority are concerned about themselves or their loved ones being safe in public places, and many are taking steps to protect themselves as best as they can. So how can you, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, be so delusional? But you're not alone. There's Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who sold himself to all of you as the law and order mayor. I told you he was a house mouse for 22 years in the police department. Never made a collar. Never was proactive. But you didn't listen to me. So guess what? Now you got to suffer. As this guy has delusions of grandeur, thinking that God is guiding him, God is talking to him. And thinking that we're all schmucks, putzes, idiots, schmendricks, pishers, and that we have no idea what's going on in the city. He, he, he's amazed. He figures, why, why aren't you feeling safer? So let me say to you, CCC, they want to paint this picture of ineptness and incompetence. But let me show you the record. You're watching... Crime go down in the city. No one thought it was possible. Yeah. <laughs> Crime's going down in the city. You keep believing that. I'd like to know what dope you're smoking and what shrooms you're taking. Because in this same poll, New York City residents are more likely to see crime as a serious problem in their community and as a threat to them personally compared to those that live in other parts of New York State. Two or more times more likely to have taken various measures to protect themselves, and that includes getting guns. Now, Lou, how are they getting guns in New York City? 
They're not getting them legally. They put a hold on all carry permits. So that means they're so desperate. They feel that they got to get an illegal handgun of some type, an illegal gun, and use it for the protection of their property, their place of business, their own person, their family, their friends. 16% of New York City residents have been physically assaulted over the last year. Do you hear that? 16% of New York City residents have been assaulted over the last year. 9% of New Yorkers and 16% of New York City residents have been the victim of burglary over the past 12 months. 16% of our fellow residents in the five boroughs have been victims of burglary. A full 38% have witnessed violent or threatening behavior amongst others in a public setting in New York City. Over half of those 18 to 34 have seen that type of behavior, as have 46% of those 35 to 49 and city residents and 42% of men. Nearly as many, 36% have felt threatened in a public place in New York City by a stranger's behavior. With that being true of half of young citizens and over 40% of city residents, 38% of New York City residents have felt threatened by the manner in which another person behaved in their car or other mode of transportation. 40% say it's the worst it's ever been. Ladies and gentlemen, you elected this guy, Eric Adams. You said he'd be the law and order guy. You said, hey, he's more moderate than those radicals, those leftists, those progressives, and he was a cop for 22 years. I told you he was a house mouse. He never walked the beat. He never was proactive. He never made collars. He never did physical interventions. In his own words, he was a disruptor in the police department. And that comes in full context from men and women who served with him. Blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians. Collectively, I've yet to come across a man or a woman who served at the same time of Eric Adams who said, you know, that guy had my back. That guy was an aggressive cop. That guy was making collars. That guy was looking for drugs. That guy was looking to break up gangs. Nothing. Never heard that. All they said is he was trying to disrupt the police department. So can I hear Eric Adams again, Lou? I want you to hear this delusional person who thinks that God talks to him on a regular basis. As he rants, he's so angry because all of us don't believe the Pinocchio reality that he deals with, as we would say in Italian, is a real chiacchierown. So let me say to you, CCC. They want to paint this picture of ineptness and incompetence. But let me show you the record. You're watching crime go down in the city. No one thought it was possible. <laughs> who, who sees that? <laughs> but then again, what have I always told you? That's why at the start of every program I do here at WABC, it says, Curtis Lee was a politician who trusts no politicians, Republican or Democrat. They truly believe. And I've been in conversation with them where I've contradicted them. That you're all like sheep. You're just looking for the shepherd. You'll believe whatever the shepherd says to you. 
that you'll forget what they said to you five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago, that you're all stupid. You're stupid. I know you're not stupid. I trust you, the people. I don't trust the politicians. And that's why you're seeing a proliferation of signs going up all throughout the five boroughs. Don't blame me. I voted for Curtis Lewa. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Talking about this is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. Buying on credit is so nice. One look at us and they charge twice. I have my own washing machine. What will you have though to keep clean? <laughs> Skyscrapers bloom in America. Cadillacs zoom in America. Industry boom in America. Twelve in a room in America. Andale, 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 and they keep coming. The illegal aliens keep coming because they're Pampachulo. Joe Biden has allowed them to flood across the border. And who's your daddy? Uh, Eric Adams in his $5,000 customized suits. Says there's nothing we can do. We're forced to give them sanctuary. They're asylum seekers. We have to give them the amenities. Uh, bed and breakfast. Oh, yes. Everything that mommy used to provide to you when you were growing up, we must provide to them. That is specious nonsense. And some of you keep buying that. They keep saying, oh, that's where sanctuary city. It's no law, sanctuary city. I'm going to spend a program going into this about how so many people just are like parrots. There's nothing we can do. We're at sanctuary city in a sanctuary state. There's nothing we can do. There's plenty you can do. But right now, we got to get rid of this mayor who thinks that he's on a mission from God, like uh, the Black Moses, to lead these illegal aliens into our promised land, our backyard. Here he was yesterday talking about, hey, this is his mission. He has no choice. He's divinely guided by God to do this, although he really doesn't feel he should have to. Mr. Mayor, since you mentioned the migrant crisis and the 84,000 that have come to the city, I'm curious how many of those is the city still directly caring for? Is that the directly caring for number? And also, is that flow of several hundred a week, which is, which is slower but still a lot, um, are you still looking for additional locations or have you been able to decompress enough to where you don't need additional locations at this point? Oh, okay, um the uh the i think we have around about 50 something thousand 54 <laughs> well who's counting <laughs> he was laughing at that 
Can I go back? That was a very astute cogent question. I'm normally bashing the uh, press corps at Room 9 in City Hall. That was a really good question. I, I'll i find out who that was. I want to hear that question again and his his answer, which was followed by his laugh. Mr. Mayor, since you mentioned the migrant crisis and the 84,000 that have come to the city, I'm curious how many of those is the city still directly caring for? Is that the directly caring for number? And also, is that flow of several hundred a week, which is which is slower but still a lot, um, are you still looking for additional locations or have you been able to decompress enough to where you don't need additional locations at this point? Oh, okay. Uh, the... Uh, the, I think we have around about 50 something thousand, 54. <laughs> well, who's counting? <laughs> he's laughing. He's laughing. I can't believe he's laughing. <laughs> What's funny about that? <laughs> hey, jerky boy, what the hell is funny about that? You're bringing them in to our city. We're having to pay for them, and you're laughing there at a very good question. How many, how much is it costing us? Because you don't care and you don't know and you don't want to know as long as your buddies, friends of Eric Adams, keep getting these ancillary contracts and the kickbacks that come with what will eventually be maybe $5 billion or more spent. It's all about the money. <laughs> yeah, you keep laughing at us. And you know what? He is laughing at us because we're... Where's the suckers who pay for this in the city? And he knows we're going to continue to pay. And we're going to continue to buy his nonsense. Now, notice, that was the setting city hall yesterday. The day before, he was with Reverend A.R. Bernard, you know, his, uh, a man who just uh, believes that he was sent by God. Yeah, A.R. Bernard, the Rev uh, and the Rabbi, uh, Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. Uh, they're two ass kisses of the mayors. Their lips are hermetically sealed on his tuchus. They'll tell you whatever he says. It's a message from God. This is what he had to say to the congregation in Canarsie. You are watching 81,000 people coming to this city, and not like other cities, they're not sleeping on the streets with no help on the federal level. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. I do. You are incompetent. Uh, Justin, do you recognize that? He is incompetent. Lou, do you recognize that? He is incompetent. We all recognize you're incompetent. And yet you continue to encourage the flood of illegals in. Notice how serious he was, though, in front of that congregation. No laughing, no joking. This guy has some serious mental problems. You know, you don't you don't have to be a shrink, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, an armchair shrink to figure it out. This guy is insane in the brain. He is crazy, but he's crazy with a plan. And I've been telling you about this for over since August, almost a year. When he first took on Governor Abbott, called him a racist. And he and all of his friends from City Hall were welcoming the illegals as they were landing at the Port Authority in New York. And he was reaching into our pockets to give them the best housing that our money could buy. $365 a night is the average cost to house an illegal alien. $8 million a week that we know of, but we know they're more ancillary expenses. So let me go back to front and center. 
Why is it that the schmuck departs Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who controls the United States Senate, the most powerful Democrat in Washington, even more powerful than mindless, clueless Joe Biden? Why isn't why isn't he giving any nickels, dimes or pennies to his very dear friend, Eric Adams from Brooklyn, like he is? to deal with this illegal alien invasion. Remember what Schumer had to tell all of us? Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Or however many illegals there are here. He wants more to come in. There's a plan here, ladies and gentlemen. Now all of a sudden he's saying to all of you, for years we spent our tax dollars on Planned Parenthood uh, to help uh, couples uh, with marital contraceptives, try to keep the population number down, there are 8 billion in the world, you know, to do our fair share. Now all of a sudden he's blaming you for not procreating enough, bringing enough children into the world. Uh, and so now we have to import in worker bees, you know, illegal aliens. Now, you see, this is the bottom line. They don't tell you that. If somebody plays... Placed here in New York City in a hotel, an airplane hangar, wherever, spends 30 days in one spot, even though they're illegal, they are now officially a resident. Try to evict them, try to move them. Uh, if they have legal aid lawyers and American Civil Liberties Union lawyers who are always making themselves available like uh, vultures and buzzards all around these hostels, I'll call it. Uh, they will say, no, no, you can't do that. You got to go to tenant landlord court in order to evict us and move us. And that'll take a month of Sundays. Knock yourself out. The other thing is they keep promoting the fact that they need to have jobs, jobs. There should be no waiting period. Jobs, jobs is another opportunity to get on the road to becoming a voter. Already it's tied up in courts. Eric Adams and the city council passed a, uh, piece of legislation that would allow people with green cards and working visas to vote. The next step is to just let illegal aliens vote. As long as they have a job, right? Well, what the hell? As long as they can prove they're a resident. Because remember, to vote, what do you have to prove? You're a resident. Nobody ever ever asks you to show that you're a citizen in New York State or New Jersey. All you have to do is show that you are a resident, you have a telephone bill, you have some kind of bill that establishes your address. Now, it says if you're lying on the form and, in fact, you're not a citizen, that's a crime. Who the hell has ever been sent to jail for voting as an illegal alien? Can they cite one example? So that's all a specious argument. And then, of course, there's the biggest enabler of all, Sandy Claus, Shows up in his red Cardinals hat. Oh, my God. He's welcoming the illegal aliens down at the Port Authority with our money through Catholic charities that comes from the federal tax dollars. Cardinal Dolan, bring them one, bring them all in. These just aren't cases. These just aren't, uh, these just aren't problems. 
these just aren't statistics. These are not just refugees and asylum seekers in the plural. These are people with names and with dads and moms. They've had a terrible journey. Oh, yeah. But yet they're filled. They're, I don't see any animosity or any. They're filled with gratitude. They said people have helped us on the way. The church has been there. Ah, we don't want to eat this food you're giving us, the bagel with the schmear. We want conaros habitrellas with chuletas on top. We want mango. We want mofongo. And what does Eric Adams say? Oh, absolutely. Let's order from Grubhub. The stupid sucker city taxpayers are paying for this. By the way, Colonel Dolan lives in that rectory. It's kind of empty, Colonel, there, right on Madison Avenue. Across from the old Helmsley Palace. You taking in your fair share of illegal aliens to St. Patrick's Cathedral? Of course not. And by the way, notice how at many of these locations now, the private security officers who are assigned there without weapons are saying it's too dangerous. There are too many gangbangers. Uh, we need armed uh, professional security officers to keep the gangbangers in line. Hey, Cardinal Dolan, you know, you've been taking pictures with gangbangers. You ever, you ever ask what that 13 is on their, the side of their neck or on their knuckles or their forehead or that 18, you know, 18th Street, 13, of course, gangbangers. Well, what would you care? It's our money, right, through the federal tax dollars. It enriches Catholic charities. It's a scam that you're running, and it's all meant to fill the pews of the empty Catholic churches on Sunday for the English-speaking masses. There's almost nobody going there. Spanish-speaking masses packed to the rafters. And by the way, when's the last time you've seen Cardinal Dolan urging any real asylum seekers, any real refugees like Ukrainians to be brought in? Oh, one problem, Lou. The Ukrainians are mostly Eastern Orthodox Christians and Jews. No Catholics for you, Dolan, to fill your pews. And to collect your donations. <laughs> never hear never hear you talking about. In fact, where are the Ukrainians? We never see Ukrainians coming in, right? They are legitimately wartime refugees. They legitimately could say they're seeking asylum. They certainly are in Hungary and Poland and other countries. How come we never see them here? How come I'm the only one asking that question? And then the first line of defense has been stripped of their strength. By our democratic politicians who are like kryptonite to them. ICE, Limigre, Immigration, Naturalization Service, the brave men and women who put on bulletproof vests every day, who carry weapons and fulfill what a detainer is to go out there and drag off out of houses, off the streets, uh, out of courts, the really bad hombres, sex assaulters, drug dealers, sex traffickers, gangbangers. The Democrats, they treat ICE as if they're thugs. Remember who started all of this? Andrew Ivalice Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, safe in his compound out there in Southampton. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. And then remember the battle cry here, ladies and gentlemen, for all of them, all I mentioned, whether it's Cardinal Dolan, whoever it may be, right, Eric Adams, Chuck Schumer, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, is Eric Adams' battle cry since he ever since he was sworn in as state center in Albany a long time ago. Don't- 
the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And that's what it's always been about for Eric Adams. When we come back, Ashanda will disgraziate. A rabbi is selling out his congregation at the Bell Rose Jewish Center to turn it into a migrant center. City to a third party is going to give them $5 million to bring the illegal aliens into Bucolic Floral Park in Queens. Yeah, I've unearthed this. Go ahead. What are you going to do? Call me an anti-Semite? It won't be the first time. (laughs) This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, swiftly. This story is Ashanda. I've been there many times, the Bell Rose Jewish Center, uh, 254-14 Union Turnpike in Floral Park. It's one of those areas that still has a bucolic feel to it. Across the street is the Glen Oaks Village Co-op, largest co-op in New York State. 2,900 garden apartments, 134 buildings, 110 acres. You say, is this New York City? Yeah, it's New York City. But the congregation of the conservative synagogue, Bell Rose Jewish Center, has shrunk. People have died. They moved to Florida. It's just, it's not what it used to be. So they feel they have to sell the synagogue. And a group of uh, Korean church people uh, came and said, I tell you what, we'll give you $3 million for the synagogue. Okay, sounds good. A lot of Koreans moving into Queens all along Northern Boulevard. Good for the community, law-abiding, send their kids to school. No problems. Then all of a sudden, at the last second, an interloper comes in from Brooklyn as a third-party agent representing the city and says, I tell you what, I'll give you $5 million. Uh, it'll become a migrant center for a year, and then we have some other uses for it. So this rabbi, Bovid, who I know, oftentimes he's been at Trump rallies and other Republican gatherings, and they have him give the... The Jewish prayer goes on. It's always too long, you know, talking about politics and Trump and everything. Just just give us the prayer and get off the stage. But that's him. And apparently he's guided the board of the synagogue into saying, look, five million is better than three million. Don't worry about it. Let's let's just sell the synagogue and move on. And many have said, wait, wait, you mean sell out the community here in Floral Park, Jews and Gentiles? Allow this hollowed Bell Rose Jewish center and synagogue on Union Turnpike to be turned into an illegal alien shelter? He won't answer the question. 
And, you know, right away people will say, well, you know, come on, not in my backyard. Look, they have a snap center right next door. That's for food coupons. These are people there. They're very tolerant. They're not racist. I've known them for years. They didn't even vote for me. Voted for Eric Adams. It was close in that area, but still. It was the Jewish vote that pushed Eric Adams over the top against me there. I won the Asian vote. But this is so wrong. This is a sellout of epic proportions. The city will stop at nothing to turn people against one another in communities like Floral Park by going in and bribing this rabbi, because that's what it is, Rabbi Bovitt, and saying, take the $5 million and we turn it into a migrant center just for a year. Yeah, like it's only going to be a year, right? Well, hey, Rabbi, what do you think? We're a schmuck of putts? Why would you do this? Why would you do The people have treated you so well in Floral Park. The Belrose Jewish Center has always been a place where people can congregate. Men and women of goodwill, Jews and Gentiles. Selling out your community. Well, guess what? I've checked it out. I've connected the dots. And I will do everything in my power. As I've said many times before, over my dead body that that hallowed synagogue becomes a migrant center so that Eric Adams' cronies can get their kickbacks and continue to make money over my dead body, Rabbi Bovitt.